This is Hemet. And Jessica. And you're listening to the Friendly Atheist Podcast. This is a bonus episode. This is a end of the year review Mm -hmm. of all the things you really wanted to hear about. And and I'm kind of excited. I have no idea what's coming, but it's a refresher of a year that was. (laughs) So this started, we did this first one in 2016 because... Um, that was sort of our first in a series of trash years. Um, and so turns out every year after 2016 has also been pretty shitty. So we've just kind of continued doing this. So this is my project that I do, um, assisted as always by Kate McDonald. Um, and I just put together, um, what I like to call a garbage year in review. So I have things divided up into good shit and bad shit Oh, good. and we'll bring it up and we will talk about the year and our lives and, and um, all the things we've tried to put out of our memory. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I, I should say this is generally not atheism focused. It's just a, a big, right. big picture look. So January, 2020, we were young. We were naive. Yes. I don't remember people. this month. Uh-huh. Um, well, all I remember is that I went to California and that's when I interviewed like Guy Branham, which was the best and Cameron Esposito. Um, and I cannot believe that was this year. It feels like that's right. Eons ago, <clears throat> okay. you were excited. It was fun. You were super excited about. Yeah, it. it was fun. I saw cats right before I went, so that was all I wanted <laughs> to talk about to anybody. Um, okay, actually, so- that is the month I taped Jeopardy at the very end of it. So that was that's a good thing. Right. Okay. So good shit, Hammett. Oh, I didn't good. add when you aired. That was in early April, April. but it happened. It was, I remember that month just being me trying to study up as much as I could. So that was like January for me and I coach a team and that's right into our playoff quote unquote. And so like, that was kind of my life. It was just studying and coaching the entire month. And I remember, I think you were in LA like the week after me or something like that. We missed each other by so little. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you remember in January that helicopter crash and Kobe Bryant and his daughter and a yeah. couple other people died? That was this year. I know I was, so I was watching sports center. They do whatever their years you're in review things at the end of the year. And yeah, it's like, that was this year and all the, all the remembrances and all the NBA games that changed as a result of that. And like the, um, honors they gave him and the, the ways they honored him like yeah it seems like forever ago because they were still playing and still honoring him and all that Mm -hmm. um january and and like everyone thought that would be like the worst thing the headline of the year i'm not trying to downplay it but yeah that would be the only bad horrible thing that would happen yeah we thought 2020 was gonna be like the year that we lost kobe bryant and yet and that is one of many, many. <laughs> and yet here we are. Um, there was also a bunch of uh, Australian wildfire, wildfires. Dozens mm-hmm. were killed in January. We also lost Neil Pert, the drummer from Rush, who died at 67, which is a bummer. The good shit for January, um, besides, I'm not putting my personal good shit on here. I don't think anyone thinks that everyone's highlight of January was me getting to go to L.A., <laughs> <laughs> um, but January is when Meghan Markle and Prince Harry left the royal family. Now that was this year too. That was this year. Ah. Yeah. I just finished the crown yesterday, and yeah. I was supportive of whatever they wanted to do anyway. God damn! What a fucking miserable bunch of old <laughs> rich people. They're all miserable over there. So good for them. I think they're in Canada or LA or something like that. I yeah. really respect what they did. Because it seems like a fucking mess. So, we move on to February. Do you remember, in February, the Iowa caucuses? That was February. I don't think they're going to do it there ever again. Not Democrats. I'm curious how... I mean, they fucked up Who won, by the way? I think it was Pete Buttigieg by like a hair over Bernie Sanders, right? Yeah, and he called it for himself, which honestly, like, (laughs) everyone was really mad, but you got to kind of respect that energy that he's bringing in. (laughs) Which would have been interesting, but then, yeah, all the the problems they had with tabulating the caucuses and caucuses in general are a problem, and Iowa caucuses in general Mm -hmm. are a problem, and so I hope they figure out how to change that. I know that's not the priority for this year because they got other stuff going on. But like whenever they elect the next chair of the party, I hope mm-hmm. that's one of the top things. Like, how do we pick our nominee in a way that is more uh, democratic, democratic? Like, yeah. And 
and representative of the party itself, which does not look just like Iowa. Right. And um, given its outsized power to select someone, maybe like. Yeah. Right. Well, and it's good timing for that to have happened. I mean, obviously it wasn't good, good, but now that Biden won, that means they have eight years to like get that shit together. I assume yeah. it runs yeah. again in, in yeah. 2024. Um, so they don't necessarily have right. to do a whole primary season next year or next term rather. Um, February is also when Trump was acquitted by the Senate. That one I do remember from this year. Cause it's like, you had the chance to stop this. Mm-hmm. You di- I, I, and I wonder, cause I did not think about this at the time. I wonder what, I mean, I don't think Republicans would have impeached him given what we know about the pandemic, but had they done it, I wonder what would have happened to the pandemic response from the government had Mike Pence been in charge mm-hmm. as opposed to Trump. Not that Mike Pence is exactly a fan of science at all. But, but he put Mike Pence in charge. He said he's right. going to oversee I, this COVID and thing. I, want, I don't know how much power Pence had. Not that I'm I'm not trying to defend Pence here at all. But yeah, I don't know if he's it would have been any different. I don't know how much uh, would have changed. And no, I mean, either couldn't way, have been worse. neither... I mean, it, I honestly don't say that this year. Don't say it could have been worse for the next like five years. Um, yeah, I don't know if Mike Pence would have done anything differently. I think the throwing it to the states was a pretty like right wing look at small government. So it, I don't know what he would have done differently. Yeah. Um, did he ever get, did Pence ever get COVID? I can't remember. Uh, no, I don't believe so. I can't keep track. I think all of the Trumps have had it. Yeah. It's like you're asking me who's who's left the white house. I can't keep track anymore. (laughs) I've got a couple of those. Um, even Scaramucci today is like, Trump has two Scaramucci's left in office. It's like, you son of a, get a call. He doesn't get to be in on the joke. Yes. Um, Okay, so on February 8th, we uh, the first American citizen died of COVID. So that is the first sort of inkling that something was up. Uh-huh. Um, and then Katherine Johnson, uh, who is a Na- NASA mathematician, she was uh, the movie Hidden Figures, book of uh-huh. movie Hidden Figures. She died at 101. So that was sad, but she lived a, a full life. There's actually an interesting episode of This Day in Esoteric Political History about her that I would recommend. <laughs> Um, that is a real podcast I listen to. Um, in the good shit in February, the Boy Scouts of America filed for bankruptcy. Yes, they did. And I was, uh, we're going to talk about this, I think, when we record uh, later this week for a regular show. But mm-hmm. they're not just, uh, not only do they file for bankruptcy, like they still exist right now. It's not done. They're still a thing. They mm-hmm. just got hit with more sexual abuse lawsuit, uh, lawsuits. Not, I should say it's the Mormon church that got hit with the lawsuits, mm-hmm. but those two groups were intertwined for the past couple of decades by right. a long shot. Like, right. and when the Mormon church said, we're out of here because mm-hmm. you're too friendly to gay people, <laughs> uh, the Boy Scouts yeah, basically Scouts. collapsed. They lost their biggest base of support. Yeah. So. so that happened back in February. Um, uh, Benjamin Netanyahu was indicted of corruption charges. Um, and that happened right before he was supposed to meet with Trump, which I don't remember <laughs> that timing happening, but that's pretty uh-huh. funny. Um, Parasite swept the Oscars, which is, did you ever see Parasite? Uh, no, it is sitting on my computer waiting for me to watch. I'll get it's around to it. Very, very, very good and very wild. And people got real racist about it, huh? <laughs> They sure did, Trump. <laughs> and that was, I want to say, the first foreign language film to win best. That sounds right. Yeah. I'm not going to do any more research. Yeah. Um, also in February when Harvey Weinstein was convicted of rape and sexual abuse. Yeah. So that was a nice, a nice little respite yeah. from garbage. And then March, the longest yeah. month that yeah. has ever month. Um, March is when COVID was officially declared um, a global pandemic. Um, when Amazon fired an employee for attempting to organize a protest, which was cool. Um, stock market saw its worst single day point drop, which I think we can officially after 2020, can we officially say that the stock market has nothing to do with the rest of the economy? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't apply to like 
most people. Right. And so if you're going to say the economy is doing well because the stock market's doing well, it's Mm -hmm. like "Mm, shrug, whatever. (laughs) It's doing fine right now. It doesn't feel like it for, for, I think, a lot of people. Right. Um, And then we lost um, a few people. Bill Withers, um, who's saying Lean on Me and Sunshine, which I would put it, Sunshine is maybe my favorite vocal performance of all time. Like, it's Uh so fucking good. Um, He died at 81. Kenny Rogers, also 81. And James Lipton of Inside the Actors Studio died in 1983. I don't remember that happening like i feel like i was vaguely aware that he died i don't remember him dying at all i think it was busy. was that in the middle of all the covid stuff it was like, march it was march yeah so and i marked the people who actually died of covid and that wasn't that so anyway um only good thing to happen in march according to this spreadsheet i made is that one stimulus package that we got oh remember that 1200 dollars you got uh, nine months ago no i do not would, uh, but it happened. Would you spend like, it on housing and food? Probably daycare. Yeah, like it's, <laughs> I, it's not that it's not a uh, big amount of money. It's that for most people who need the money, it mm-hmm. probably came and went really quickly. Which is yeah. what I don't get about the argument against again from some people against the two thousand dollar relief package. Mm-hmm. Which is they're like, well, they can't go. I've heard this argument. People can't go out anywhere and use the money, so it's just going to sit in their bank account. And it's like, have you met people without money? They'll use it. They I have nothing to that. do with it. The one I heard was, oh, they're going to like go to Walmart and buy shit. And it's like, yes, that's how you yes. see the economy, you <laughs> fucking animals. Right. Like, What do you think the economy is? Like, I yeah. honestly... Giving people who spend money right. more money is better than putting it in a bank somewhere where, yeah. I mean, for the economy, not for the person, but like, yeah, it helps the economy when you give people money who are going to spend the money. It genuinely, I find it to be so frustrating that I literally have a tab open on my computer that I wanted to hate read. Once popular purchasing habits that most millennials are refusing to purchase is what they said. Oh, what are we not purchasing? Oh, uh, well, no, the thing is, every one of these ha- features a picture of a teen or young person with the thing they're talking about. Oh, okay. So cars and gas, fabric softener, gyms, traditional gyms. Like in your house? Mm-hmm. No, uh-huh. no, no. Like, huh. Or gym memberships. Yeah, gym memberships. Like, oh, okay. Where I go. Yeah. Uh, cereal, business suits, homes. You know what I have noticed, like any nice clothing, haven't touched it in months. Oh my god, absolutely! Like, Like I, yeah, I bought like a few sweaters. They were on sale from like Old Navy or something like that. I was like, oh, sweat like cozy sweaters, but I don't go out. And when I'm home, I I wear like hoodies and and things like clothes at home. Yeah, and so I don't know what to do with clothing right now. And it will never stop making me crazy that boomers slash Republicans always manage to blame. I think I think they usually say millennials, but I think it's just people under. 50 at this point <laughs> yeah, um, that like they, we are somehow not spending enough money. So we're shutting down these stalwart, you're killing, you're these killing the jewelry the business. Economy. Yeah. yeah. Like the diamond business. Cause yeah. that's all above board. Yeah. Um, but also we're frivolous with our money and spending it on stupid shit. Like you can't, we can't be doing both. We simply cannot. Right. And if your problem is that like I'm spending money on Etsy or whatever, like, I, I don't know what to tell you, my dude. That's where the free market is. Right. <laughs> anyway, um, on to April. Only bad thing I have in April uh, is, do you remember Zoom bombing? Yes. And I thought that would be a much bigger deal than it was. Like, so I coach a team. I've mm-hmm. talked about that. All of our competitions are now virtual because um, it's mm-hmm. public speaking. It's all virtual. And like, we've had so many discussions about how to make sure competitions are secure because we're so worried about the wrong people getting in these rooms and sure. doing something crazy. Sure. I know my teacher friends have experienced the same thing when it comes to teaching classes where they've had talks about security issues and things like that. And 
as far as I can tell, like those are such rare incidents, if at all, that it hasn't come up. Like if anything has been embarrassing about Zoom, it's people on Zoom doing things they shouldn't have been doing. Mm. Oh, I don't think I included the guy jerking it. Jeffrey Tubin. Yeah, you missed yeah. that. That was later. Yeah, it was later, but I don't think I have it on my list. Yeah. Which is too bad. I, I'm kind of into the defenses of Jeffrey Tubin. Like, oh, he just made a mistake. Like, excuse me, sir. <laughs> I'm 35 and I've managed never to accidentally masturbate somewhere where people <laughs> can see me for years. I'm 100% on never being I, masturbating. I definitely enjoy that aspect of cancel culture where people are like, you people went too far. Oh, is this something you do as well? Well, no, I would never do something. I would do it. <laughs> God, cancel culture has to be the, besides like all the COVID shit, cancel culture has to be like the word of the fucking decade. I'm so sick of hearing it about it. Because when I was a kid, we called it consequences for your actions. Sorry, that was a boomer statement. Um, okay, here's a fun story. Do you remember in April when Kim Jong-un disappeared for like 20 days and everybody thought he was dead? Yes, and there were all these articles about his sister taking over or yes. something. You would have like a female dictator. Oh my God, it would be wild. So there's nothing I love in life more than gossip. And there's nothing I love more about gossip than gossip about people I don't really know. And so this was like just me reading shit about Kim Jong-un. Like, oh my God, is he dead? Who who knows? Did he kill his uncle? Defo. Um, And then April Hammond won Jeopardy, Jeopardy champion Hammond Meta. I assume that's the longest winning streak anyone has ever had. I think so. Yeah. Look into it and yeah. let you know. May, we introduced the murder hornets. It was May. <laughs> which was May, which let I don't know if it's a good or bad thing that that story came and went, and I never thought about it after the headlines. Um, it, it was just, my favorite thing about the murder hornets was everybody making the exact same joke, which was like, hey, 2020, can we kill the murder hornet subplot? It seems really unrealistic. We already have all the, like... Trump stuff like we're we, right. I think there's enough this year. Everything sucks. It's <laughs> April. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Little did we know. Yeah, this is May, uh, and we lost a lot of people in May. So strap in. Um, May 25th is when uh, George Floyd was murdered by a cop. Um, so that's, we're going to talk about that a little bit more about the black lives matter protests. Jerry Stiller died. Um, who is Ben Stiller's dad, an amazingly funny comedian famous from Seinfeld and King of Queens. I want to say, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Larry Kramer, who's the co-founder of act up and, um, and he's an AIDS response advocate. He died at 84. Uh, little Richard died this year. Does that sound familiar? This, I, I kind of, now that you mention it, sure. But it man. To me, and it was That's one of those things that would be a bigger story in any other uh-huh. year, given what he did for rock and roll. But yeah, like it was a couple days at most, I think mm-hmm. people covered it. Um, our first celebrity death that I have on my thing due to COVID, small C celebrity, is um, Ray Horn of Siegfried and Roy who I did oh. see when I was about 13 in Las Vegas with their was that perfectly dubious yeah, act. Tiger, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and then we also lost Fred Willard, which oh, yeah. Mikey and I, right after Fred Willard died, we watched um, Best in Show. Yeah. And we watched it with the commentary on. And they were t- and it was Eugene Levy and um, what's his name? Uh, Corky St. Clair. My, it's not coming to me. Um, and I don't know why it's not working. Um, I did it. One thing I did like about uh, the remembrances of wow. him, Christopher Day, uh was seeing all those clips again after a while. Yeah. So we watched the best in show, which is the dog show one, which is so fucking funny. Um, and we watch it with Christopher Guest and Eugene Levy doing commentary. And first of all, it was such like a low budget production. Like they'd be like having a, they would have like a long distance shot of just like a van driving on a highway and like, you know, Eugene Levy's like, Oh, I was driving that van that day because our driver didn't show up or whatever. (laughs) Um, but apparently so famously Fred probably 
I would say one of Fred Willard's more iconic roles is in Best in Show. He plays a judge, the dog show judge. Okay. So it's him and then another, like, you know, he's the comedic relief. And there's the other straight guy who is an actor who learned all about all of these dogs and dog breeds and how the shows work. And they were like, yeah, Fred Willard. We told Fred Willard, don't do any research and just go fucking nuts. <laughs> and genuinely, like, in that context of just Fred Willard saying whatever he wants, <laughs> those are all improv anyway. Right, but like, right. On top of, like, some guy who had to do so much research. <laughs> That's great. Um, anyway, Sherlock's Sherlock home dog is forever the best. Um, so in May, uh, the SpaceX launch happened. Okay. Which, do you have any feelings about privatization of space travel? Um, I don't have strong feelings about it. You could sway me either way. I like that it's getting done, sure. but I mean, it would be better for everyone the benefits of that stuff if the government were doing it. I, I'm kind of curious what's going to happen to Space Force. After the answer is nothing. Did you see that they named them? They gave them their yeah, little names. Guardians. Guardians. Oh my god! I died of embarrassment, and now I'm a ghost. Um, oh, in May, I don't remember this happening at all. But I found uh, I found it in my research. Canada banned assault rifles in May. Oh really? Yeah, according ah. to whatever bullshit I looked up. Uh-huh. Um, June brought on. So June, we're in full on lockdown mode. We are going slowly insane we're thinking okay it's been two months when the fuck is this gonna end lol you sweet naive idiots right um and then in june they introduced wildfires so now if you're on the west coast of the united states you couldn't go outside and you couldn't go inside so Mm -hmm. you're really just trapped in your home um it was a strong bummer as most of the podcasts i listen to are recorded from the west coast and they're all like well, I couldn't see the sun again this week, so that was neat. Uh, we also lost Carl Reiner. That was a tough oh, one. Carl yeah. Reiner is a, a good one. Um, and then June is when the Black Lives Matter protests like took off in earnest. So we're it I think at one point they said it's the biggest single protest in human history. Like how long did those protests end up going for? I mean, I know they dragged on in a, um, for a while at least a hundred days consecutively yeah yeah because i have that in september so yeah they were it was yeah it that that stirred things up really quickly and like just the lack of response from anybody in charge was almost uh-huh. impressive um july so we're getting i wonder I, I wonder what historians will say about what those protests did in terms of voter turnout Mm. In terms of registering people, in terms of getting them motivated to work and getting pissed off by Republicans who don't respond or respond poorly to what they're doing. Yeah, I think, I mean, I think since 2016, everything has been adding up to more people turning out the vote. Yeah. Um, And I think this was, I mean, the timing was wild. Just like right before an election, you have a nationwide protest. It's right. Yeah, it, it was, this was a wild year. I know that's not, like, I know that's so trite, but so fucking much. Like, we were sitting in our house in July. It was nice out. The dog parks were closed, which was really annoying for me personally. <laughs> that didn't go on my list because I didn't think it was universal. Um, and so we, like, can't leave our fucking houses. And yeah. there's protests, and nobody's doing anything about it. And we're confused and scared. It was, man, this summer was wild. Um so July, do you remember when the Twitter hack happened? The blue check mark Twitter? Oh my God, where they were looking for Bitcoin money? Is that what they were doing? I didn't know yeah. the motivation behind it. Yeah, and it wasn't even like a good hack necessarily. Or, I mean, I'm sorry, it wasn't like professional hackers. It was like young people or something. Yeah. It was just it was like, give joke. me your Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. Um, we also lost a few more people in July. We watched we lost Representative John Lewis. That was mm. that was sad and slightly funny to watch right wingers put up random black men and say like R.I.P. John Lewis. That is honestly like he is a legend. He did so much for civil rights, but truly his last gift was showing was showing how racist and stupid politicians are. Yeah. 
Was it Marco Rubio that put up one of those tweets with the wrong black guy in the picture? I think. I mean, it sounds like something he would have done. Well, which means, sorry, which means uh, John Lewis didn't get to see Georgia flip. uh, Uh, Right. Um, But that month also Herman Cain died. um, And so that was. Okay, I'm feeling pretty uh, morally dubious about this. I did put that yeah. Herman Cain died in the good shit category because <laughs> because he died and his social media accounts continued to like produce content that was like whatever. No, everybody's fine. Everyone's and doing didn't, great. Didn't mention the fact that they were tweeting like after the fact, Mm-mm, like no. just kept tweeting as normal. Which I wonder if those were scheduled on like a Hootsuite or whatever. Yeah, and they exactly. just like nobody shut his account down. But it went on for a hot minute. Like it was not just like, oh, he just died and it happened. It was like a week later. And they're like, sir, I think you're bones now. I don't know how you're yeah. tweeting. Um, Regis Philbin died, 88. Mm-hmm. Uh, Naya Rivera died, the actress from most best known from Glee. This was that one. She died in that boating excursion. Oh. Um Regis Philbin died. Charlie Daniels died. Who's my understanding? Maybe the worst person who wrote the best song because the devil went down to Georgia is yeah. a fucking jam. Yes, I know all the words because I'm cool and have lots of friends. Um, <laughs> and then also, I never got her name right. Gillislane, Gillis, Gis, Gisling, Gislaine. Gislaine. I don't know her name. Jocelyn Maxwell was arrested. So I am Jeffrey there. Epstein's buddy, buddy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who is definitely like close buddies with Trump. So I just read she was trying to get out of jail because it's too much. Like it's too crazy for her. And she was offering like millions and millions of dollars to get out of her cell, which I'm sure is like a nice to the government or something like oh. to get out of her cushy cell. I mean, something. we're all in cells, Ms. Maxwell. Right? <laughs> None of us can go anywhere, so at least you're getting three meals. Uh, okay, It'll so that's interesting July. to see what happens with her. Because they could easily say, we won't do anything to you, but you got to tell us everything. And that would be interesting. Yeah, I would be happy for her to flip. Because I think that even if she does quote unquote, go to jail. It's going to be something like this. It's going to be like a fucking sandals resort. Right. So she's not really going to be punished anyway, which people do not live by the same rules as the rest of us. So like, whatever, let her flip. I don't care anymore. Um, August. Oof. USPS was the name of the game in August. Um, Postmaster General Louis, is it Louis or Louis? Uh, Louis DeJoy. Louis DeJoy. Um, he made huge cuts to the USPS and then all of a sudden to sabotage the election. Yeah. And then we were all fucking about that mail. I bought so yeah. many stamps that month. It's <laughs> just like more stamps, please. And again, this is one of those other things. Like I, I don't even know that we have the full story yet of how uh, his attempted sabotage caused more people to get their ballots in early so that they would get in and get counted. Right. Um, because the mail-in votes swung those states that were really close, no doubt. Do you think he'll face any kind of consequences? No. I think the real question right now is how long he could stay in that role, because I believe he can be in it still. And I don't know if Biden gets to replace him in the immediate future, but uh, that's that's a question of how can the Democrats find a way to support banks in general and mail and post, uh, sorry, the USPS, like there's so much they could do if they have the votes to do it. And that's kind of one of the things we'll find out in the Senate race. Yeah. Um, I'm, I know. So I, I think these last four years have taught me how little I know about the inner workings of government because I did not realize that, I assume a Louis DeJoy is connected to the Trump campaign, but he can stay or Trump campaign, Trump presidency. I don't know. Right. Um, We have Hurricane Isaiah making landfall in the mid Atlantic and the Northeast. Um, A state of emergency was declared in California because of a heat wave that worsened the fires. I did not mention that one of the fires was started by a gender reveal party. Oh, that's right. 
I really liked to vilify that anonymous couple. Yeah. They were the target of everyone's ire for about a month and a half. Yeah. I don't think we ever learned who, did we ever learn who they were? For the best, I don't think we did. Ugh. I wonder if that baby's been born. Oh, I wonder if they named it Blaze. Works for a boy or a girl. Boo, boo. Shut up. Um, oh, this one was rough. Chadwick Boseman. Oh. Um, he died. He most famously played uh, Black Panther. He died after a, a four-year battle with colon cancer that nobody knows he was going through. So mm-hmm. basically, everything he filmed for Marvel, he was ill, which is wild. And I don't know how he did it. Um, in August, also, oh Kamala, uh, Kamala was excuse me, Kamala was announced as VP. Okay, that was exciting. Somehow, you know, in both cases, neither candidate during the primaries like generated much excitement for me personally. And yet when Biden won, it's like, man, I'm I'm amazed at how little the Republicans have to throw at him. Like they I think they were kind of anticipating the Bernie uh, Bernie to win the primaries and they had hordes of stuff they were going to throw at him. Oh, okay. I mean, just socialist, socialist on every commercial like sure. Kelly Leffler is doing right now during the elections. Like he's a radical like or whatever. Uh-huh. They would have done that with every I mean, if Elizabeth Warren won the primary like we wanted, I, that would have happened, too. And with Joe Biden, they're just like, shit, that's not what we had planned Mm-hmm. And now we got basically nothing. And their biggest test is his son, who's not in the government. Like, and it's failed miserably on their end. Um, So it's like, wow, I didn't love him at all in the primary, but he turned out to be a really good, safe candidate. Same thing with Kamala Harris, not the VP I was ex- like gunning for. Right. But it worked like they had very little to throw at her. So I don't know. Maybe it's like, I don't know what that means for me personally. Next time there's a race of that magnitude, it's like, I know what I want and I know I'll probably won't get it, but like, man, the moderate Democrats got, they, they won the election and I'm not certain given how close it was. Yeah. I'm not sure the candidates I liked would have won. I, I think, especially in hindsight, I think I was less, worried that I should have been come with election day coming up yeah. because like really if Trump did anything, Oh, it just started snowing here. Uh huh. Good. I just brought groceries back. So I don't have to leave my house <laughs> for a week. <laughs> um, uh, what was I talking about? Uh, your election okay. preference. <laughs> the snow distracted me like I was a two year old. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> um, anyway, I, I, I don't I, I think that if Trump had done anything even remotely correct with COVID, yeah, I think he would have won. I think you're right. Like then that's scary to think. I mean, Biden won by seven million votes, which ultimately doesn't matter. It's the Electoral College. But it's like, Jesus, 74 million people voted for Donald Trump after four years of this shit. Mm-hmm. It's like. God, I'm glad Biden won, obviously, but holy hell, that's a lot of dumb people in this country. Yeah, it's very scary. Also, <laughs> I don't know. I, there was a run of um, of Facebook posts that were like, name one thing you like about Joe Biden besides he's not Trump. And I was like, that's actually enough for me. That's pretty good. That's not bad. Funnily yeah. enough, there's not a lot of people that I wouldn't have voted for over Donald Trump. Yeah. Including my dog, who's literally the biggest idiot I've ever met. <laughs> She'd be a better president than Trump. She doesn't even yeah. speak English. Yeah. Hi, yeah. Daddy. Very. Hey, Daddy. But that's, that's exactly the thing about, uh, like, I don't think it's a bad thing that so many Democrats are like, I don't care. I, you know what? Any um, primary issues I had with Joe Biden, his past, which is not great. Um, even legislatively, politically, it's not something liberals are bragging about. Right. He's fine. Like he's he's fine in the sense of I don't have to worry about him. We could sleep fine at night. I'm not worried that he's going to like screw up badly. My stomach is going to drop to my stomach every time I get a push alert. Yeah. Um, but the fact that he's not Trump is a pretty good reason to support him. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I know they've said this about atheists, too. It's like, well, you got to tell me what you stand for. It's like, I I really don't have to. I I could. 
but I don't have to because the fact that I'm not religious is like this is a constant thing I've heard within atheist circles at times. It's like I feel the same way about politics here. It's like I'll I'll hash out my differences with Biden internally later. For now, who cares? He's fine. He's not Trump. Get him in. I think harm reduction is a pretty decent goal right now. Yeah. Especially when there's so much harm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like, I, I feel like I saw the word status quo about 5 million times a day um, during the election. And like, oh, he's just going to enforce the status quo. Well, like, obviously that's not ideal. Obviously I want a lot going on, but none of that shit is going to happen under President Trump. It was, right. this was the year that I was like super, super over the dirtbag left and did not have patience for any of their garbage. Yeah. I, and I read a lot of that stuff too. And I kind of, they're so anti everything democratic as Mm -hmm. because they're more liberal Mm -hmm. than the democratic party, which joined the club. Right. It's like, Oh my God, nothing pleases you. I know, like, I know everything's not great. I would love it to change. You don't have the votes to do it. So by all means, you can complain, but like, don't sabotage like perfectly the enemy of the good, all that stuff. Yes, yes, yes. yes. I I am fine with people complaining about stuff that's not good enough. I mean, Mm -hmm. that's the only way they're going to get the ball rolling on that stuff. But yeah, to pretend like it's not a major upgrade is just ridiculous to me. Yeah, it. it To go from Trump to Biden, I mean. Right. And, And it feels really intellectually insincere. Like you... You know, you know that Trump is worse, right? Like, you have to know this. Um, also, in August, uh, Kellyanne Conway resigned. I almost said died. Mm. That would have been incorrect, but interesting. Yes. Um, yeah, she but was. She's kind of, sort of back. I thought she was resigned at the end of the year. I thought but she maybe resigned not. for good after the Amy Coney Barrett hearings, or at, uh, after she was nominated. Because I yeah. remember seeing her around when that was going on. But um, I, she'll be back. So will her husband, who's anti-Trump. Like they will, yeah, they'll find a way to keep doing their shtick. God, I'm so curious what their marriage is like. I've seen one article about their marriage, and it's basically like we kind of have a agree to disagree attitude at home. We both know where the other stands, and like I don't know. I don't think I can do it. I don't even care. I don't care what goes on at home. Like, oh, I don't like know I said, how they I want gossip work. about people I don't know. Hey, yeah. everyone, send me gossip. If you have, like, just a good piece of gossip, send it to friendlyatheistpodcast.gmail.com. I want to hear about your weird family gossip. Yeah, not, we're not going to talk about it. We'll just take all the emails. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. I'm sorry. This is not for the podcast. This is for Jessica's consumption. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um. I mean, I will say, I don't have anything about Claudia Conway, but she was sort of the uh, unforeseen uh, yeah. superstar of 2020. That poor girl. She, yeah. uh, yeah, yeah. Isn't she like 16, 15? Probably. She's, 15. She's in high school. She's good at social media. She shares gossip from home. Which is all I want. This is yeah. why Claudia Conway was my hero of 2020. Spoiler. Um, okay, moving on to September. Um, a federal judge granted a temporary restraining order against uh, the USPS that prevents the company from sending false statements. So what what was going on with the USPS? I felt like I was like skimming the surface of it because people were taking down machines that let that you sort mail faster. They were deprioritizing mail that should have been handled more quickly. They were making it harder for postal workers to do their job on time. They're like, nope, five o'clock, you're clocking out, even if you're not done or whatever, that sort of thing. Um, yeah, when you eliminate overtime, you fuck over a lot of things. Yeah, and ruining the culture and ruining the process there. Mm-hmm. And this is one thing I'm also I'm still concerned about in Georgia, though they've like there's been the court rulings too. Like the postal service will treat all election mail as like first class mail. It's sure. going to get priority. Like that's good. It means we'll get an answer relatively quickly. Yeah, it was. Um... But it would be easier if you didn't have to deal with sabotage from within. Well, and the thing with that, like, it was the U.S., it was the election that was happening that was freaking everyone the fuck out. And like you said, it probably encouraged people to vote early. Like, Mikey and I ended up voting in person early. Mm-hmm. Um, there was, like, besides the workers, I think there was, like, five other people in the in the room. Um, but just 
everything got fucked up. Like I would, I run an Etsy shop and like shit would take weeks and weeks and weeks to get where they were supposed to go, which like, obviously it's fucking cross stitches. It's not important, but, but just, yeah, everything, everything was fucked. Um, so September is also when we lost Ruth Bader Ginsburg. That was September. Um, September. Mm. It was the night before our five year wedding anniversary. Mine and Mikey's. Ah. Um, I don't know if I told the story in September when it happened, but we had gone down to Southern Illinois. We we wanted to do something for our fifth year or our five year anniversary. I obviously options are limited. We didn't want to put anybody in in danger. That's not yeah. worth it. Um, but a bunch of uh, wineries in Southern Illinois are all outdoors. Um, like there's literally no, at no point do you go inside. Yeah. Uh, and so we stayed at a bed and breakfast there, which was again, like super safe. Um, and so we went to this winery the first night and it was like perfect weather. It was like 75 degrees because it's Southern Illinois. Apparently there's no laws. So there was no leash laws. So Dottie was just like fucking roaming and having a hey. blast was extremely popular. Um, and so it was our first night we got in, we sat out on this beautiful patio over this, like, and it's Southern Illinois. It's hilly. It's, yeah. it, it's, prettier than you think if you're not from the midwest like it's it's a a very pretty little area and mikey and i like split a bottle of wine and we're like we're gonna go back and they have a little like fire pit at this bnb we're gonna sit there and we're gonna drink wine and celebrate our marriage and then i am getting into the car to drive back to our bnb um i got a text from my dad that just said rbg died uh-huh. And I saw it like as I was pulling out, and I was like, "Okay, I'm going to go ahead and compartmentalize that because uh-huh. I do need to get back to where I'm going. I'm not familiar with this area, and also, yeah. it's not that my dad is spreading false information, but uh, it was a text from my dad. Who knows? Right, Maybe right. I misread it. So I got back. It's a ten minute drive. I got like four more texts in that time. Apparently, my personality is that I like RBG. That is what I learned according to all the Christmas <laughs> presents I got this year. <laughs> all RBG themed, which is fine. It was good. It's, I got this. My brother and his wife got me this beautiful little quote book of hers. Yeah. Really um. So anyway, so we pulled back into the B and B, and I was just sitting in the driver's seat, and Mikey's like, "Are you okay?" And I was like. I just got a text from my dad and I just need to check something because I think we might've gotten some really, really terrible news. Uh huh. So of course, by the time I get back, the, the pop-up alerts are happening, whatever. Yeah. And I was like, Oh fuck. Yeah. Well, there goes our vacation. <laughs> like the one thing we did for ourselves in 2020. Um, and so we, yeah. What was off. that weekend remembered for, for that? Oh my God. So I ate and unreasonable amount of cheese yes and then we got in bed and watched lady in the water because i wanted to watch that stupid movie and mikey felt bad for me (laughs) i just remember everyone on twitter for like a minute i just saw the word fuck pop up about like 20 tweets in a row from 20 different people which tells you one thing about my timeline but also just like (laughs) I don't think I've, I can recall seeing everyone react in the same way to the same story uh, in a long time. It's like, God, this is bad. And what's weird, too, is everyone that I'm following and that I get my information from, like, really quickly, everyone knew what the immediate future would look like. There was none of this. This might happen. This could, no, it's like, all right, they're going to install a woman to take her place. It's going to happen quickly. No one cares about the Republican hypocrisy um, when it comes to the speed and the timing of this. And everyone was already moving on to, okay, let's talk about expanding the court. Let's talk about how we fight back. If Mm -hmm. Biden wins, um, and now it's up to them to like deliver if they can, if they win the Senate and even then it's going to be a hard sell, but that to me is the biggest thing they need to do. Otherwise nothing else they do matters. Um, I have a question. Yeah. Why did justice Kennedy resign? Um, well, Kennedy resigned cause he was pretty sure he could, was that Brett Kavanaugh? That was Brett Brett Kavanaugh. 
Yeah, he resigned because he was getting old, and he's like, I, I'm, I have a pretty good feeling uh, I can get Brett Kavanaugh to take my place, who was one of his legal, uh, what do you call them? Protégés. Uh, uh, yeah, pretty much. Um, and that's not a cool thing either, where it's like, you don't get to pick your replacement. Screw yeah, you. Don't you think, I mean, it's naive of me to think this, but you have to think that, like, fucking Supreme Court, like, not just the people who are, like, nominating people, but the actual members yeah. of the Supreme Court, you would think they would have, like, at least some dignity. Like, no, no. Some integrity. No. It, I, that was, when did that happen? Was that uh, I mean, that was, uh, Gorsuch was first, so that would have been seven sixteen. Uh, right after he got elected early 2017. So Kavanaugh would have been 2018-ish. That was a scary day. That mm-hmm. that was a day that I was like, oh, okay, well, that's... The Amy Coney Barrett stuff happened relatively fast. Like, there was no time... Right, that happened so quickly. Yeah, there was no time to delve into anything. Like, I, I mean, for a whole... Saturday Night Live had Matt Damon play brett kavanaugh because Mm -hmm. it was such a crazy time with his hearings Uh i don't remember if they had many people playing amy coney barrett or doing anything substantive with it because it's like it it happened really quickly fast and now it's done now you're never gonna see her in public again you'll just see the opinions and it's like yep that's pretty much what i expected from yeah the, so that's another one, Amy Coney Barrett, which can I confuse myself because I put ACB in the mm-hmm. column, and I was like, why did I put all cops are bastards? Like, yeah. I don't know why that's specifically true in September, but um, we had the first Trump and Biden debate, which oh, was God, yeah, truly. I'm glad I that's watched that's- it. Yeah, oh my God, I'm glad oh. I watched it live because it feels like that was a like a point in American history. You know what I mean? It was a moment. It was a moment of like when politics stopped meaning anything, just like the screen. It was so embarrassing and so undignified. And it wasn't even fun to like, that sounds like the sort of thing, like with the democratic primary debates where everyone's relatively sane, like minus Marianne Williamson. It's like, okay, for the most part, I am fine with most of the people on stage. So when you're like mocking them on Twitter or Facebook, it's all in good fun. It feels somewhat lower because it's somewhat it's lower, like- right. Um, and with that first debate, it's like, I, this isn't even fun to like the Mike Pence, Kamala Harris debate, which obviously they have differences, but there's a stupid fly on his hair. And it's, it's so good. That was fun to talk to other people as it was going on, despite the consequences of all that with Trump and Biden, that first one, it's like, this isn't even funny. Like what the hell do we live in right now? Yeah, it was awful. Um, God, I don't think I even put anything about how he dipped out of one of the debates and then yeah. had his own. And the, oh my God, so fucking dumb. Um, so September also Hurricane Sally made made landfall in Florida. I honestly don't like all of these weather events completely passed me over. I just didn't have the yeah benefit of being in Illinois. Yeah. And I just didn't have the intellectual space to be like, <laughs> oh, another bad thing is happening that I can't do anything about. Um, okay, good shit in September. Uh, the Black Lives Matters protests entered their hundredth consecutive night. Okay. Um, and oh, I hope you remember this story. Do you remember the Trump boat parade? Oh my! Where they sank? They sank five boats. Oh my god! The and they Texas. And they knew that. Like everyone said, don't ride your boats here. You're gonna sink. And then they did because they're Trump boaters. And then they did. Yeah, it was so good. It was Man. great. Um. So September, October. Um. I've seen so many tweets that are like talking about the 1918 Spanish flu and they're like, now I know why it was called the roaring twenties. Cause God. after it was over and you could go out again, everyone went wild. Oh my God. I'm going to lose my fucking mind. Right. Yeah. Stupid house. Um, okay. October. Um, do you remember the H one B visa? Um, it's used for highly skilled immigrant workers. Okay. Um, so the Trump administration put restrictions on that because obviously that's our main concern right now. Right. Right. Can't let the good quote unquote immigrants in either. Do you, I'm curious. I don't know. 
So I'm second generation American. My grandparents were born in Italy. Do you know at what point, like, cause, do you know like what kind of visas your immigrant family used to get over? That's something I'm no, kind of specifically. Curious. No. Um, I mean, they came over, they come over during the brain drain. They came over in the late seventies. Honestly, this isn't a knock on my parents. They wouldn't have been, they're not doctors. Like they wouldn't have been part of a brain thing. They came over cause that's what a lot of people in India were doing in the late seventies, mid to late seventies. But it wasn't that visa for sure. So I don't know the specific type it would have been. Yeah. I'm always curious about, cause I've never looked at, I don't, and I also don't know like how immigration worked pre, yeah. you know, pre 1950s, 60s, 70s. Um, so I'm very curious, like if any of our ancestors would have been restricted. Right, I think right. that's an interesting thing to do is like, just look at any average person's um, immigrant family. Cause we all mm-hmm. have them and see like, would they be able to come over here today? Cause I bet, like you said, my, my grandfather was a grocer. Like, yeah. you know, he wasn't coming over to do neuroscience. I'm pretty sure I've read things that basically said we are losing a lot of people that got in before and that's that's a loss. You're losing a lot of people who want to come here, who want to be good at it, who want to be like good Americans and contribute. Right. And we can't get that either. And a lot of Christian groups have argued you like you've restricted Christian immigrants mm-hmm. and we're fighting for that, too. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Eddie Van Halen died at 65. Um, and then so my birthday is on October 1st. I tend to, I don't know why, the last like three years I've watched Jordan Peele movies on my birthday. Okay. Why They just make me very happy. Uh, and so Mikey and I watched Us together and then he went to bed and I watched Get Out. And so I was really fucking locked into that movie because I like yeah. it very much. And the movie ends, I pick up my phone, it's like 1 a.m. And I get all of these alerts about, like, you know when you see someone and you're like, okay, I'm reading that, but there's no way that's what that is. So yeah. I'm just going to like put this down for a second and like move on in my life. So anyway, Hemet was the first person I text because he's the only person I thought who would be up and who knew what was yeah. going on. <laughs> so that was my, uh, my, my birthday present was that Trump tested positive for COVID and I lost my fucking mind. I went up and woke Mikey up so we could celebrate it together. <laughs> I, the TV was on all night. Oh, Oh, it was, we had hope back then we were young. Oh my goodness. Life was so full of possibility. Um, <laughs> we also you know thought- why it's not even, I hate the guy. It's that it, it finally happened to someone who genuinely deserved it. Oh, like yeah. even Herman Cain, it's like, he's a, he's a side figure in all this, but whatever. He showed up to the rally and he was stupid. So if he gets it, uh, whatever mm-hmm. Trump getting it, it's like, Yes, you should get it. All of your little minions in the White House should get it. And a lot of them did. Yeah. And then, of course, nothing of real consequence happened. They got the best care they could have gotten. And then they got out. But also, like, we don't know what kind of residual. Like, a lot of people. Would you even, would would anyone even notice if Trump had a residual effect from I would notice his residual effect was death. That would be Uh normal, I think. Um, but I don't know, maybe, I don't know, maybe he just has trouble breathing. Who cares? He doesn't do anything athletic. He doesn't raise right. his heart rate. Why does he yeah, fucking I mean, do he's, he's golfing right now. <sighs> nothing else to do. Well, I mean, for him, there is. <laughs> for us, maybe. Right. Um, in October, we also saw record-breaking early voting numbers. This was, I think this was why I wasn't like, I was a ball of stress. Don't get it twisted. Yeah. Like, I wasn't straight up and down terrified because the early voting numbers were banana. Like there yes. were early voting numbers that were beating election day turnouts in some States. It was truly yeah. like people were taking this shit seriously. And I, there's a lot we can say about Americans this year and how to I wonder what would have happened if it was raining everywhere on election day, which it was not. No, but like if the weather was worse, Republicans would have stayed home. Yeah, a lot of those places. A lot of people are well because the Republicans were shooting themselves in the foot, weren't they? Because they were saying Mm -hmm. like the mail can't. Wait, why were they? Why did they say the mail couldn't be trusted? Um, Where's that coming from? 
Like oh, in hindsight, they're... I don't understand what they were doing. Well, Trump was saying, "Don't mail in vote." They'll take your ballot and change it. Like yeah. Trump was saying, "Don't mail in oh, vote." Ballots in the rivers or whatever. Yeah. And they're all Trump ballots. Which I mean, I genuinely hope everyone in Georgia, all the Republicans in Georgia, are waiting till election day if they're going to go vote. And I hope it rains. And I hope that dissuades a bunch of them because uh, there is a lot of early voting right now. And that's yeah. good. I mean, more people voting depending on where in Georgia it's happening. And right now it's happening in like the heavily democratic suburbs of Atlanta more than anywhere else. Yeah. And there's been a lot of interesting pieces about the demographic shifts of, of, um, of Georgia and like how back black populations are swaying votes. I, it's all been very, it's all a thing that I never thought about much at all until this year of like suburbs versus cities and all that stuff. Um, What month are we on? We are. Well, that was October, October Uh, hurricane Delta hit Louisiana. So they had a pretty Mm -hmm. fucking rough year down. And we ran out of names for the hurricanes. Yeah. They had to loop back around. No worries there. Oh, also Sean Connery died. Um, I have it on my list of good shit because he, while an icon was also like an enthusiastic wife beater. So Uh I'm going to go ahead and say, you know, Good riddance. Okay. Sorry, that bad. Uh, I don't watch the movies. Rock We're all good. good. The Rock is a very yeah. good movie. Not the actor. Uh-huh. The movie. Uh huh. I mean, the, the Rock, the actor, is also very good. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to disparage anybody. I'm just saying he has some good performances. Um, but I don't think they make up for him bragging about beating his wife. It's just my yeah. thought. It's just my thought. You know. Yeah. Um. Okay. November. So we're going back to the Boy Scouts of America. Um, at least 92,700 claims of abuse were filed against Boy Scouts of America. It's more. It's getting to be more. Is it more now? Uh-huh. It's fucking so many. Yeah. And don't, doesn't that make you want to, like, take a peek behind the curtain of any national organization that has to do with children? Yeah, you didn't mention this, but it was before October, I think, that the NRA was busted in New York and basically dissolved. I completely forgot about it. Yeah. So wild when we do this show, whether it's something like this or even just like the week's news, that you'll bring something up and like, oh, Jesus, that was four days ago. That's all we were talking about. (laughs) My brain. Yeah. Um, And the organization exists still. But they're under investigation and the stories are coming out more and more. It's been happening for a while, but they were kind of a non-factor, relatively speaking, in this election compared to in the past. Yeah. I don't think anyone's really in the mood to deal with gun shit right now. And there's no public, so there's viewer public shootings. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Then Diego, um, Armando Maradona, who's an Argentinian. Oh, Maradona. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know much about him, but I wanted to include it because I think people who are not you and me. Very famous, very famous soccer player. We also lost Alec Trebek. Oh, yes. Which was a bummer. Um, November. I I felt very lucky that I got to, I mean, that I got to play period, but I got to get in before, that happened because right. everyone there kind of knew it was going to happen. And oh. it, yeah. So it's so sad. Cat. Um, November, the one thing in my good shit list was that Biden won the election. If yeah. you remember that, I, I genuinely remember that like, <laughs> I had, I had a bunch of friends who are not atheist activist types in any way, just friends I've known for a while who know I talk about and cover politics stuff and they were texting, freaking out um, about like, this doesn't look good. Is he going to win again, uh, Trump? And I had to talk him off a ledge beginning election night. It's like everything looks fine. Like the mail-in votes have yet to come in. All the numbers look like fine. It's not great. It's not great for the Senate, but they look fine for Biden. And that's the primary thing that has to happen. Right. Um, yeah, so we didn't. Just- we didn't flip the Senate that night, which we were hoping to do, but we still have the opportunity to do that. I, uh, somebody emailed me. I was sending her a cross stitch. Who, she lives in Georgia, and she said, yeah. like, I just voted today. So yeah, Hey, nice. Good. We appreciate y'all. Um, that was God. And that, how many days was it between between the election um, and when I called? It was like six. Was it that Saturday? It was Saturday. Okay, so it was yeah. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So five days. 
Mm-hmm. Ay, ay, ay. That was, those were the wildest days of just I don't think I've ever, I pulled up a page on GitHub where a guy had coded, just give me the raw numbers into the Secretary of State's offices in these six states. And it updated, even if it changed by one. And it, like the person, whoever made it, had calculated like, well, here's what the vote total is now. Here's what the margin is. And for the remainder of the votes that appear to be outstanding, because we don't know, because it's mail-in, mm-hmm. like Trump would have to win 70% of them in order to right. pull this off. And at some point, you're watching these states, it's like, he's not going to get 70% from this area of the remaining ballots we know about. So it's like, it looks good, but, but it's can't. not done yet. And we're all like dealing with like aftershocks from 2016 yeah. when we were all cocky. The polling was bad now too. Oh and God. it's like, what do you do in Georgia right now? It's not this bad. It's all about what you're feeding into the models. So like the pollsters, the ones uh, pundits who cover this stuff, it's like they're not necessarily bad, but they're working with the information they have. Right. And there's a lot of factors that go into whether or not you are getting good information. So if people are not answering their phone and you do a lot of phone interviews, that's right. not going to work. No, and um, also it yeah. shifts. But that's the thing is you would think like, okay, if we're doing by phone, it's going to lean more conservative because... Right. Because those are the ones at home picking up landlines, and I know nobody I knows answers the fucking phone if they don't recognize right. the number. So you would think that even if the data was bad, it would have been like more pessimistic for us. And instead, like when you factor in COVID on top of that, and how many people did mail in stuff, it's like you're definitely going to get worse information. And they kind of factored for that, saying like, listen, if polls are as bad as they were four years ago, here's what the results are closer than they appear. Turns out it's they're even worse off right. because of so many factors you can't really quantify. And it's I don't so- know how you fix that. I don't know how you, because you can't, because you don't know what variables you are missing in and these equations. The problem with these things isn't just that we can't predict elections properly, but like these kinds of polls are really important for the government. They very much like make decisions based on They're these. Important for the yeah, campaigns. For like campaigns where should we do money right like, now? Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's frustrating. And I'm frustrated on behalf of people who like mm-hmm. deal with that. Um, okay. So that was November and here we are in December. Um, so Charlie pride died. He was a black country music legend. Mm -hmm. Now my, so I don't, I don't really listen to country music, so I don't really know who he is. My understanding is he got honored at the CMAs or something and then caught COVID there and died. I did not hear that. I did not know that. That's, that's, speculative i think that's what i heard but i could be wrong i yeah um chuck yeager died he was the first pilot to Uh break the sound barrier 1947 um and also this one is maybe not as um earth shattering but um uh, rebecca luker died so she is somebody she's a broadway she was a broadway uh broadway star like a Mm -hmm. uh, a real legend she was on the original cast album of Secret Garden uh, with Mandy okay. Patinkin. And okay. <laughs> How Could I Know? How Could I Ever Know? How Could I Ever Know, I think it was called, is her like big song. And that was my audition song all through high school and college. Ah, so uh, I have listened to this. Like she just, like her voice is so like deep in part of me that it's, it really kind of stung that, that yeah. she died. And she was so young. She was 59. So mm-hmm. um, it was really sad. But so for me personally, that was a bummer. Um, and then, okay, last but not least, good shit. A federal judge orders the Trump administration to reinstate DACA. Um, vaccine started rolling out. William Barr resigned. Electoral College reaffirms that Biden yeah. won. They'll and, do it again next week. Yeah. Or the Congress will. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then Facebook uh, is dragged into court because they're breaking antitrust laws, yeah. <laughs> and they're gonna—I don't know. What do you think is gonna happen? Do you think they're gonna break up um, Facebook? They I should. What has happened? If you haven't been following this closely, Facebook um, bought out Instagram and they bought WhatsApp. WhatsApp. Yep. And the question that they're asking, and they—they they haven't done antitrust shit like this, like from the government. They haven't done this in year, like since. Um, was like the the uh, AT&T shit in the 80s or so. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so this is not a thing that happens very much. And the only reason I can speak authoritatively is it because I was in the plant money. Um, but essentially what they said was, okay, you, if you are Facebook and you bought up Instagram and WhatsApp because you thought you could like monetize it well and, and expand your brand, that's above board. But if we find any evidence that you bought it to buy out the competition, like in, in fear that Instagram is going to become as big as a Facebook and, and detract, mm-hmm. uh, then that's a problem. That is what monopolizing is, is you're buying out your competition so you can price fix or whatever. And they have an email from when they bought Instagram, like an email that says like, basically, well, we should basically just that, like we should probably buy Instagram before they get too big or something yeah. like that. Um, and just that one email could kind of change things, which I think is super wild. And also belies my lack of understanding of how any laws work. Um <laughs> So, I mean, they have the money and they have the lawyers to prevent anything bad from happening to them. But again, this is why it would help to have a Senate that could pass laws that prevent that sort of things. And I know even if you get the two Democrats in Georgia, you're still at the mercy of like the worst senators yes. uh, in the party, like Joe Manchin, West Virginia, like who don't want to do anything because they're basically Republicans under any other name. Right. So it's not going to be easy, but it's nothing's going to happen if Republicans remain in power. So it's there's so much that needs to be fixed and it can't if McConnell can just block everything. Yeah, I mean, having a functioning government would have been really helpful this whole year. Um, and this is another example of when we could really use people running the show, which is what mm-hmm. what I would like. Um, OK, Hammond, I think we're going to get you out of here on time. Do you have All any right. highlights or lowlights? this year that you're talking about? We've covered them. I mean, I'm lucky that we were mostly safe, healthy, no real scares. Whatever problems I had were like minimal compared to things I've heard from other people. So it's like, okay, if this was the worst year in recent memory, I'll deal with it. It's, it was fine. Um, I am looking forward to next year. Like I'm glad to get the hell out of this one. Um, And I look forward to when Everything you, everyone else is. Yeah. I see you're down at the bottom of the list with me with about getting the vaccine. Yeah, yeah probably. Yeah. So yeah. I'm I'm curious. Well, there's a few more months of lockdown, but hopefully as everyone else gets vaccinated. Um so exciting. Yeah. Um, yeah, this year really sucked for me personally, but I did want to thank everyone who like we we are very, very lucky. We have really great listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the wake of my, uh, you know, me talking about my miscarriage, I got so many messages from, from people who've gone through something similar are going through something similar. Um, and so it, it feels very good to be, you know, be cared for. And when I unexpectedly lost my job last week, which is, you know, getting fired the week before Christmas is genuinely the strongest, but even though I was a freelancer, so like I wasn't even technically fired, but they eliminated my, the entire marketing department. So like 15 people lost their jobs a week before Christmas. Um, mm-hmm. And so in re- I opened my shop back up and you all have been going ape shit. Like somebody emailed me and said, I will buy whatever you have lying around for a hundred dollars. Cause I want to support you. So um, it's been very like generous in every, in every sense of the word. So I'm, I'm very, very grateful to, uh, to our listeners and yeah, I'm just hoping 2021 brings with it literally anything good is honestly yes. what I'm looking for, like a good thing. Normalcy will work. Good yeah. things would be even better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Things will be great. Yeah. But, all and right. Thank you, like she said, like Jess said, thank you for supporting it. Thank uh, for the show. And thank you for giving us the opportunity to keep putting this out every week and for listening and for, yeah, supporting the show. Yeah. It's, it's truly unbelievable that we, that this has, I mean, obviously this isn't either of our full-time jobs, but it's, it's grown in a way that I don't think either of us expected it to, yeah. um, especially over the last couple of years. So, so thank you for your, for your support, everybody. Yeah, thanks for listening, and we'll be back with our regular episode this later this week. Have a good one, everybody. Bye. Bye.